Hello listeners, this is Matt from Uncanny Treks, and I want to take a moment to tell you about our brand new Patreon at patreon.com slash uncannytreks. On our Patreon, we offer lots of exclusive content in multiple tiers, including access to our brand new Patreon-exclusive podcast, X-Men 92 vs. Young Justice. On this podcast, we follow the same format as B5 vs. DS9, but with an entirely new focus on reliving the nostalgia of 90s X-Men animated series and comparing it to the fast-paced action of Young Justice. Both of these animated series have recently been renewed for new seasons, so we felt it was a great time to return to these two comic book-based properties. If you're interested in subscribing, please visit us at patreon.com slash uncannytreks, and you can always reach out to us on Twitter at uncannytreks. Enjoy the show, and as always... Thank you for listening. Hello, everyone. Welcome to a special bonus episode of Uncanny Tracks, the network where we usually cover Babylon 5 versus DS9, the, uh, you know, two of the great 90s space station shows, as well as X-Men 92 versus Young Justice, uh, two great superhero cartoons. But today we wanted to drop in and offer a few thoughts, a few reflections, a few arguments about Peacemaker Season 1 on Hobo Max. Matt, what'd you think about old Peacemaker Season 1? Well, you know, the very first thing we got to talk about, Bob, is opening credits. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's uh, much as I dislike this show, I, I got to give it credit. Those opening credits, um, really, really great. It has a kind of variety show feel to it. It's really funny. And there's like a petition online to like remove the skip button from the credits. So people are forced to watch that, <laughs> which I'm okay with. That that is the only. This is the only show I will legit watch the credits every time. It's just it, it's in, it's in, entrancing. You have to you have to watch it. It's so fast paced and cut a certain way. I mean, maybe if I've seen it like a hundred times, I'll be like, okay, I'm tired of it. But I even find myself listening to this damn song on the way to the work every morning now. I'm just like get in my car and like, do you really want? Do you really want to taste that? And I'm like, you know. So does that answer the question of what your favorite needle drop of the show is, Matt? Yeah, Bob, that song's awesome. That, yeah. Did, did you like it when they dropped it in the in the finale? Yeah, that was pretty cool. That you don't usually see that, you know, with the with the title unless you're. It reminded me kind of of X Men because that's what they do every time the X Men get in a fight. They play the theme mm -hmm. music, which is yeah. the same as the intro. So yeah, it's kind of cool that way. Yeah. And the other kind of interesting thing is that there's so much visually going on with like the dancing in the opening credits that there's a like a, a lot to watch for and like you know sometimes you just want to try and follow like what scene is doing but other times you want to try to follow like okay who are the minor characters um i think yeah. embarrassingly it took us both a long 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 time to realize that that was Adebayo's girlfriend in the opening credits yeah i didn't know until the very last episode i finally yeah, caught same. on i was like Oh, that's who's shooting a bird, and like I, I was like, I figured there'd be some mystery character that was going to show up, and she's been there the whole time. You know what I mean? Like, so yeah, like that's yeah. that's the main boss or bad guy or whatever. But no, she's just she was in the first episode. I just don't know why I didn't catch on. And I she mean, came... in fairness, she's not on screen very much. Right, right. Um, I do want to go. We didn't say this at the beginning of the episode, but spoilers. We're covering the whole season, so if you haven't watched the last episode of the season, stop listening to the podcast because we're going to ruin some stuff for you. 
Yeah, yeah, totally, totally. Yeah, I guess my favorite needle drop of the season would be that John Murphy cover of Pumped Up Kicks at the end of episode two that kind of plays when all the prison clansmen are kneeling in front of Cena's dad. Yeah. I thought that, I mean, it's kind of kind of messed up to be like, oh, yeah, that scene with all the clansmen, that was the one that had the stick music. Um, but, yeah, that that's a that's a fun song anyway, and the John Murphy cover of it rules. So, yeah, I had, I had a good time with that. So I gotta be honest with you, Bob. The music in this show—did you recognize most of it? Um, I recognize the style, but no, it's not a—it's a, a kind of like glam rock hair metal thing that I don't listen to very much. Yeah. Um, so I think I think Pumped Up Kicks—not that version, but I knew the other version of it. That was the only one that I think I knew, like off off the off the top of my head yeah i'm in the exact same boat you are like yeah i recognize the style but even when he was naming off like records and stuff in certain episodes i had no clue who they were i don't know if they were just trying to go for obscure like was this upsetting to you after your familiarity with the easy listening classics of guardians of the galaxy volumes one and two exactly (laughs) i know i know all of those i didn't know these I, i don't know if it's like i just have like a pop like I'm more into like pop music, so I guess it's you know like I don't know these kind of obscure bands that John Cena's these, character was. I don't pre- think these bands are obscure exactly, or at least some of them are not obscure, but they're just not a style of music that you or I listen to very much. Yeah, or maybe we're just are we too young for it? I don't know. Maybe that was. Uh, uh, it sounds like mid '80s, right? Some of it is like. Some of it is like late 80s, mid 80s, but a lot of it, I think, is later bands influenced by that period. Well, that's what the title track is. The title track is actually like a band that just is like from now and they just do great. I'm I'm going to spout off like loosely, but I think I read something that like the band that did the title, the band that did the title track, their like record label or something had just dropped them before this came out which <laughs> like was like you know like the, the dumbest move in the history of record labels yeah yeah well, just so did that, you have a or go yeah, they just did, they just didn't know there was gonna be that sick intro sequence bob i mean really like yeah. <laughs> without the sick intro sequence it, it, it's it's an okay song i mean i it, hindsight's twenty twenty, but yeah when it comes to characters um who's your favorite uh eagerly hands down no question Okay, mine comes down to either Vigilante or Judo Master. I just like Vigilante. He's had, some of his scenes were cringe. Like I don't know what the some of the humor was. Some of the humor was really funny to me, but some of his jokes just didn't fall right. And I don't know well, if that isn't was that on the purpose. Isn't that yeah? The, I, my 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 sense was yeah. He's supposed to be really unfunny. <laughs> like, that's that's that, the that that's part of the gimmick. Of maybe yeah. Uh, yeah. Maybe the like some of it just seemed to go really well and was hilarious and then other stuff like when he was sitting next to eagly and he's like which one of us is an eagle or some shit like, like what was that about do you remember that scene i'm talking about i don't exactly was that like episode seven yeah well yeah it was that it was the episode before the last one um the penultimate episode i don't know uh, vigilante was one of those who i think kind of got spoiled for me because he would like get talked up too much online and so I would see people like raving about him online and then I'd like watch the show and it'd be like, yeah, he's fine. He's sometimes funny, but I, I don't think he's like the greatest character ever made or anything. Yeah. They like had to reshoot all of his scenes. You know that, right? Because they changed. Oh, no, I act- didn't know that. Yeah, they, they changed the actor even after the show was like completely done. 
Oh, wild. I mean, that's yeah. a, that's reshooting a lot of the show. It's though. reshooting Especially a ton. the back half. Yeah. Yeah, it was crazy. I, mean, I guess I'm, I'm, thinking, I'm thinking the ones where he has his mask on, they didn't have to reshoot, but anything with his mask off, yeah, like, yeah. all those scenes had to be reshot. Uh, they they changed actors. Uh, well, I, I thought it was like a very interesting um, choice, like storytelling-wise, to have his mask on for so much of the first few episodes. But that's that's kind of wild that that wasn't a storytelling choice. That that was sort of, <laughs> yeah. Or maybe maybe it was, but just I guess maybe they were lucky and they would made that choice, and then they had to reshoot the rest. Like that's right. crazy. But then uh, Judo Master is my other favorite. I, I don't know if it's just the way he looks, his size. That he eats like flaming hot Cheetos like a twelve year old. Like I, I don't know. He he's hilarious to me, and he doesn't die. It's just a, just a cool character. I, I could see him being in like other stuff, just as yeah, not just comic I, I had, relief, but I don't know. I, I had nothing for Judo Master. Like I didn't dislike him, but I just had nothing <laughs> for him. So I'm, I'm cool. glad. I'm glad he struck a chord with you. <laughs> so did you know anything about our kind of three major uh, characters? Go, uh, you know, at least comic book characters going in, Peacemaker, Vigilante, and Judo Master. Okay, Peacemaker I only knew about because of uh, Suicide Squad, or the yeah. Suicide Squad, excuse me. Yeah. Uh, Vigilante, I vaguely remember him, he was around in the 90s, right? Or am I just making that up? May... Well, no, because probably knockoffs of him were... I remember but, a character named Vigilante, and there were always there ads were a lot of characters comics. named Vigilante, right? Yeah. So I don't know if it's the same character. I just remember there being like ads. I never actually read the comics, but in our in, in what we were reading, there would be ads for a character named so Vigilante. So you're not you're not remembering um, you're not remembering it from the '90s. You're remembering when we bought episode or we bought issues from the '80s, and you're That's, remembering okay. the ads from the '80s from was, the late yeah. '80s. So he was yeah. In the late so 80s. Okay. there's like a ton of Vigilantes. There's like the original one is like a golden age hero who's like a cowboy. And then the second vigilante is this vigilante, Adrian Chase. Mm -hmm. But he's like, as far as I can tell, he's like nothing. I mean, unsurprisingly, he's nothing like the vigilante character on Peacemaker. He's like a DA who like goes crazy and becomes, a you know, kind of becomes DC's punisher. But, um, he has a kind of really intense series that I think is mostly written by Paul Kupperberg and that kind of spins out from uh, new teen Titans. But then at the end of the series, I think it goes for like 50 issues. And at the end of the series, he kills himself. Okay. Yeah. And then there's a lot of subsequent vigilantes who are usually like, sometimes they're like connected to Adrian chase or they're like taking up his mantle or whatever. But, um, it's a weird character. Um, I've never read that 80s Vigilante series. I've always meant to. I've just never gotten around to it. But um, I do really like two other Vigilante stories. Uh, in the 90s, James Robinson did a miniseries called City Lights Prairie Justice. That's kind of like a James Elroy novel, but starring the cowboy Vigilante and set in Las Vegas. And I really enjoyed that one. And then there's a recent Vigilante series from a few years ago written by a crime writer, um, Gary Phillips, who I really like. And that's about like a janitor in South LA who becomes uh, vigilante. And then with Judo Master, uh, I he was was he a Batman villain a couple of times like before? No, he's a he's like one of the Charlton heroes. I think he's like a really minor Charlton hero. Okay, 
But he was in Soul. He was in Batman Soul of the Dragon. That he is a film. villain in Soul of the Dragon. Okay. But usually, I think he's not a villain. He just is a villain in this show in Soul of the Dragon. Okay. Well, that makes sense. All right. So, who was your least favorite character, Bob? Because oh man, so I really hated both of the fat characters, Economos and Adebayo. I'm a fat piece of shit myself, and I should lose weight. Also, the U.S. should, you know, have Medicare for all and a better uh, food supply system so it's not so difficult for me to lose weight. But I, you know, look, I'm fat. I shouldn't be fat. It's fine. But I don't need fucking condescending woke television telling me that I can still be cool and heroic even though I'm fat. Go to hell, James Gunn. (laughs) But she was a a torpedo, Bob. She's a torpedo. Yeah, it sucked. It sucked. (laughs) Also, like, Waller, like... I do like I do like Waller having children, but Waller should never get her children involved in wet work. Like that's awful and it's stupid. Like Waller is a bad person. She's ruthless, but she would be a good mother. She wouldn't like get her daughter involved in like, hey, go hang out with these idiots and kill <laughs> alien butterflies and nearly die several times. Like that's it's it's a complete character assassination of Amanda Waller. I I hated that. Yeah. Um, and I also like the, the character of Economos in the original Suicide Squad. He's not like an amazing character or anything, but he's cool. Like he's a, he's the warden of the prison. He's a good foil for Waller. He's a more moral character than Waller. And he's like a fine character and just turning him to, into the fat hacker is like so dumb. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to think of who I didn't like. Uh, what was the blonde woman's name? I forget. Like, oh, that's... I, I always just thought of her as uh, James Gunn's girlfriend, uh, Harcourt. Oh, that... <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. Amelia Harcourt. Her character was kind of pointless. I know they were trying to go for some relationship thing between her and. Uh... Well, you need a you need a straight person for the for the idiot crew, right? Yeah, I think so. And she and the, she and the boss who didn't make it kind of served that function. No. I like I didn't I didn't care for her that much I didn't understand she came kind of shoehorned in. Uh, I mean, other than that, most of the other characters were okay. The cop characters were fine. I didn't understand the the sheriff character, who was like who also was you know the the main bug the one of the lead butterfly guys or whatever. I I wasn't paying attention that close, but wasn't it just like he was an Argus agent who was yeah, like yeah, 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 installed yeah. to like to mess up the two cops investigation. That's right. Yeah. That guy, I didn't care for him either. So there you have it. I did it. think it was kind of interesting that how much, how much time the show spent on the two cop characters and also to a lesser extent, the sheriff and then how kind of, you know, then they're just immediately replaced by the butterflies. And then it's, just, you know, <laughs> I mean, not that I like wanted them resurrected or anything, but it, it was just a kind of, it was kind of interesting, but also kind of like meh storytelling choice, I guess I would say. Let, let me tell you this: overall, is the with this whole season of this first this first season of the show, I feel like it started off with a bang. First couple episodes were really good, and I was like, "Well, I got well, I got to see the next episode. It's gonna be great." But then by the time we hit like I think episode five, I got kind of like, "This is going on too long." So maybe I can win you over to my point then, because like the main reason I dislike this show is that there's no reason in the world for it to be an eight episode miniseries. That's exactly. It would be a fine two and a half hour movie. It would be yes. fine. It would have been a, a hilarious movie and they would have made money like up a wazoo on it. Uh, 
I would um, have complained about um, liking the movie because I don't like John Cena. I, I would have complained about liking it, but I would have liked it. Yeah. But like, it's just so pointless to have this be an eight-hour movie, eight-hour miniseries. Because it really did drag on and on and on it, towards the end. Like, I was I was hyped up the first couple episodes, and then once the once we found out about the butterflies and they started taking over people, and it just it, it lost its touch. And I mean, it's not a bad show. It, you're right; it's just too long, and there's so much that could have been cut and. You could, they could have well, made it a four-episode season, yeah. almost to God. Like, it wouldn't... Well, and this makes me sound like such a complaining nerd, and, like, I hate myself for saying this. But, like, if you think about, like, the fast pace of the Suicide Squad and, like, the number of, like, characters they introduce and go through, like, and then you think about, like, okay, you have eight episodes of this show, and you really only have, like four characters like four costume characters from the comic and then you know a bunch of supporting characters just like the pace of this versus the pace of the suicide squad it's just there's I, it's really mind-blowing yeah that's that's a good point um I, have you ever seen the james gunn movie uh, super i don't think so no I, so that's another one kind of in another podcast today we were talking about X-Men 3. I've never seen all of Super. I've just been like hanging out with people while Super is playing in the background. But I got to say that like, I don't know, a lot of the beats from this show felt pretty repetitive of that, of that movie Super that James Gunn did like 15 years ago or whatever. Yeah, I felt, okay, so to add to this point, I feel like there were so many scenes of them all just in the van. Yeah, yeah. Or in a vehicle. <laughs> like, it was, like... <laughs> yeah. There were a yeah. lot of scenes that just, yeah, there were scenes... And I've never, I've never read or seen Kick-Ass, but it does kind of feel like there's a lot of... Like, I think Kick-Ass was pretty influenced by Super, and it seems like there's probably a lot of influence from Kick-Ass on this. So, so did you have a favorite joke, Bob? Um, yeah, so I thought, like, that Economist, even though I don't like the pandering, I, you know, fat identity politics of the show, I did think Economist killing Charlie the Gorilla with a chainsaw was pretty funny, but I also thought that, the, that that was maybe, like, episode four or five, maybe five, but I did think the show was a little too pleased with itself for that joke, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like, it was just like, yeah, I get it. It's random. You're such a kooky show. You're so unconventional. <laughs> so, my favorite joke, Bob, was when Eagley's brought back to life and John Cena takes a selfie with him. <laughs> so, this will, this will go into one thing that's a, a point of shame for me, but then I will turn it around to make it to make a, another claim about what I think the problem with this show is. Um, so... I made a prediction that I was convinced was going to happen was that the butterflies were going to possess eagerly. And I, I texted this to you and you were like, damn, you're in the, you're in the heads of the screenwriters. <laughs> and I was like, I know I'm a smart motherfucker, but then it turns out that I was wrong. But I think part of why I was wrong was at that point, I was assuming that this was going to be a miniseries. And then a couple of weeks later, they started talking about like the possibility of a season two. Yeah. And I think that's the other reason that this kind of sucked is that like 
you don't need multiple seasons of a Peacemaker show. Like, you know, this should just be a movie, and there can be a sequel. But just, okay, if you're not going to do it as a movie, just do it as a miniseries and just go for it. Like, leave it all on the field. Have the butterfly possess eagerly. Don't, like, don't do this thing where you have to, like, leave all of the characters you want to come back to alive for the second season. Yeah, uh... I don't know how they figure these things out, but like Peacemaker ended up taking off pretty well. And I know there was a tweet this morning that John Cena was basically saying that the season finale was like the number one watched show opening day uh, on HBO max. So they're printing money with this and yeah, they're going to keep doing it no matter what. There'll be 14 seasons if they can like pump out as much as they want to (laughs) people keep watching. Well, I mean, but I I agree from, from us though, is superhero. Like the people have grown up with superheroes our whole lives. We're like, who the fuck's peacemaker? Why do we get a whole season of this and not, you know, a Batman show? Like, (laughs) I I get it. I mean, it's, yeah. I mean, it's more, it's less that I want, I want there to be different superhero TV at this point. I'm not like, I'm fine with no superhero TV. It's saturated the market. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I don't know. It's just like, it felt like this was a show that was going for like, you know, we're going to be brutal and kill a lot of characters that, you know, hence what happens to the cops, you know, yeah. but instead it's like, Nope, vigilante, peacemaker, judo, judo, um, master. master. And the two fat people are all alive for season two. <laughs> Don't worry. And, and, the, and, and, uh, James Gunn's girlfriend, they're all alive. Who's <laughs> like, the only, per- who's the only one who died, Bob? The black man. <laughs> what, what the hell, James Gunn? Yeah, yeah, that was that was that was a little messed up, James Gunn. Yeah. Although at least they did kill off his father. That's I mean, I Robert Patrick, by the way, is a really great actor and did a great performance as uh, Peacemaker's shitty Klansman dad. Uh, but you know, at least they killed him off. That was the right decision. He's showing up as a ghost, Bob. Like he showed. Yeah, that's fine. Oh, okay. As long as he's gone, right. <laughs> he'll be back as a ghost probably next season. So, are you going to watch season two? Yeah, I'll watch it. I mean, it's, hell no, I'm not. If I'm oh, paying for HBO Max, I'm gonna watch it. That's the thing. Like, I have to like justify the subscriptions. That's what it boils down to. Um, okay, we did not talk about the big reveal at the end of the cameo. Uh, the cameo, yeah, the, the thing there. The Justice League show up. You've got Aquaman, Flash, Superman, and who else? Was it someone else? Wonder there? Woman, Superman. Wonder Woman was there. Okay. Aquaman, Flash, Superman, Wonder Woman. Okay, yeah, they were there. We, only we, Aquaman we, and Flash are actually played by the actors. Wonder right. Woman and Superman are just silhouetted. Yeah. yeah. So there. So, what were your thoughts on that, Bob? We're trying to connect uh, all this. It was fine. Apparently, like Zack Snyder fans on Twitter are very angry about how disrespectful it was. To which <laughs> I say, go to hell. Like, and also grow up and move out of your mother's basement. Um, yeah. But. Yeah, no, it's fine. Like it was, it was pretty funny. I don't have like strong negative or positive feelings about it. I, I just, I, I, feel like people who do have strong feelings about it are bad people. That's, that's what I want to stress. Yeah, I was okay with it. I thought, I thought it was pretty funny. Um, Matt, does the fact that I have strong feelings about people not having strong feelings about it mean I have strong feelings about it? <laughs> Yeah, I think logically yes, but I'm just gonna go. Damn, just I'm a no hypocrite. Damn, yeah. Yeah. owned by my own logic. <laughs> but I thought it was kind of cool. I mean, I'm just hoping that I feel like the Flash is like the new Nick Fury. He's or Doctor Strange. He's gonna show up in like every every DC property. 
Oh, was his, he's shown up in something else lately? He was in uh, Crisis on Infinite Earths on CW. Oh, yeah. I knew that, but I'd forgotten it. Yeah. But I mean, it's I, just kind of like another cameo, right? Yeah. He'll probably be on Titans yeah. one day, too. Oh, man. That'll be a dark day when that happens. <laughs> uh, speaking of uh, other uh, DC uh, superhero shows, Matt, do you want to rank the uh, DC TV live-action TV series? Oh, God. I mean... I haven't seen everything, but I mean, I guess I could. Me neither. <laughs> but you're still going to wreck it anyway. <laughs> no, I'm just going off oh. of the ones I've seen substantial oh. stuff from. Not, okay. uh, not, not everything. All right, so if I have to rank these live-action TV series, let me think. My number one live-action DC TV series is probably going to be... Let me go with... I'm going to have to go with Titans. I know that seems whoa, weird. Whoa. I, I know I know that seems weird, but honestly, like, okay, behind that I would put Gotham. Okay, I haven't actually seen enough of Gotham to be comfortable ranking it. I could watch Gotham and like try. I've thought about going back through Gotham again now that the whole now that it's done because huh. I've watched pieces, I'm, bits I'm and pieces. I'm not deeply opposed to doing that with you at some point. Um, next, I would go with Batman sixty six. Oh man, you're putting every, Gotham above Batman sixty six. That's uh yeah, that seems to me to be probably incorrect, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> then I'm gonna go with Lois and Clark, the new adventures of Superman. That show's hard to watch. Uh I honestly haven't watched it since we were kids. Superboy. Oh man, the origin the late eighties Superboy? Yeah. You've actually seen some of that? Oh yeah, I've seen like most of it. Wow. Yeah, I watched it when it came on, like back in like the late 80s, and then I watched it again when it was on DC streaming, whatever. That was like my, my, my Superman fix when I was oh, well, six or no seven idea. years old. Yeah. That was like, they stopped airing it, um, like by the time I met you. So, all right. I, what else? I don't, That's why you never forced it on me. <laughs> yeah. I haven't watched Supergirl. I haven't watched Wonder Woman 77. All right, now I've got to put Peacemaker somewhere. Bob, I'm going to put Peacemaker after Titans. So, Oh, sorry. man, above God. <laughs> yeah. Whoa, whoa. Yeah. Yeah, if I have to rank the ones I've actually seen, yes, I'll, do, I'll go with that. I guess I could put Arrow somewhere. I've seen enough of that one. Uh, Arrow goes after Gotham. Above Batman 66? No, after 66, sorry. After, do that after but 66. But above Lois and Clark. Yeah, okay. above Lois and Clark. And then do uh, Smallville after Lois and Clark. But above Superboy. Yeah. Okay. And then you've seen enough of the Flash 90 series to rank it, right? Not really, no. I don't remember anything. I've only seen just small bits. So let let me... You you never watched any Krypton or Doom Patrol? I watched like one episode of Krypton. I watched maybe two episodes of Doom Patrol, but I don't want to rank it because I just don't really... You haven't seen like Black Lightning or Legends of Tomorrow or the new Flash? Or oh, I have watched some of the new Flash. Put the new Flash in front of Arrow. Okay. It's better than Arrow. All right. So I'll cut through a lot of this, but we'll just. So I'm going to. No, no, no. I think, it's, I think it's good. I think it's pretty good radio. So okay. I, I think I've got the list if you want me to read it. Yeah, go back and read it to me. Uh, your list is Titans number one, Peacemaker number two, Gotham number three. Batman 66, number four, uh, CW Flash, number five, Arrow, number six, 
Lois and Clark, number seven. Smallville, number eight. Superboy, number nine. Yeah, we'll go with that. That sounds good. Okay. Um, for me, I would go Doom Patrol, number one. Although I've only seen season one, so that's I, I, I don't know about season two and three. But Doom Patrol, season one, number one. Uh, Batman 66, number two. Wonder Woman 77, number three. Flash 90, number four. Lois and Clark, number five. Titans, number six. Supergirl, number seven. Krypton, number eight. And Peacemaker, number nine. God, you hate Peacemaker. I really do. <laughs> I, think, I mean, like I said, I, it, it falls apart towards after a couple of episodes, but it's still decent TV. I think I'm, I think I'm being a little bit of a troll with this list. I think I honestly am pretty shocked you put Titans above Peacemaker because I actually do think probably Peacemaker is much more watchable and enjoyable than Titans, probably. Uh, I, I enjoy Titans. Compared uh, to Smallville but, and Lois and Clark, uh, yeah, Titans I mean, is... I'm only working off my memories of Lois and Clark. Yeah, Ugh. my memories are fine. I don't, I don't know what the reality of Lois and Clark yeah, is. Yeah, don't, don't, don't revisit it. Ever. Have you? Did you see enough of the uh, uh, of the, like the early '90s Swamp Thing to put that in your list? Uh, no, I didn't. Uh, okay, that was a live action show or a cartoon. It was a live action show. I think there've been. There've been yeah, at least two, maybe three live action Swamp Thing shows. Okay, I, I remember the you, cartoon. I don't remember the the live action show. I know there were movies. And then, yeah, and then you've never seen uh, the '50s Adventures of Superman. Not enough to make a judgment on it. Okay, okay. They used to be on Dick at Night for like a very short time back in. Oh, interesting. Yeah, probably, the, probably the late I, '90s. I, I've never seen any of it. Never seen any of Superboy. Um, you you made me watch the Smallville finale, but that's the only Smallville I've ever seen. Uh, and then um, I I watched maybe the first three episodes of Gotham, and I actually thought it was pretty good. I appreciated how campy it was. Yeah, it's it's a fun, sh- and it's just fun because yeah. you get into the characters, and you just have to kind of. But then they extended it to like a twenty-two episode season, and I was just like, oh hell no. Yeah, some of the takes on the characters are weird, but I mean overall it's pretty fun. All right, so. I mean, Bob, you've rated Peacemaker rather low. I'm sorry it wasn't your cup of tea. Maybe. I, I watched this so we could do this, and then now you're going to repay <laughs> me by making me also watch that Oscar Isaac Moon Knight, you monster. Yeah, you're gonna, yeah we're looking at you Moon Knight fiend. next. That's not until... Oh, God. Is that in March or May? Uh, I think it starts next month. I'm not making oh, you watch God. Obi-Wan, Bobby. So, at least you're not watching Obi-Wan. Yeah, that's that's true. Can, uh, is there not something else? Because I kind of want to save. So there's some possibility Alan and Noah are going to make me watch that stupid new Lord of the Rings thing. Uh, I'm not. And so, that. oh no, no, I'm. I wouldn't. Oh. I unlike you, Matt. I respect you <laughs> and uh, wouldn't make you watch that. However, if um if they make me watch that, I kind of want to save Moon Knight to be my retaliation. So yeah. if they make me watch Lord of the Rings, I want to make them watch Moon Knight. Well, we'll we'll figure out what show we'll cover next as a bonus episode. But I don't. We uh, there's we a lot cover, coming out uh, in the foreseeable future. We should do a bonus episode at some point on uh, Batman: Soul of the Dragon, since that's um, that's uh, you know we're at the peak judo, ma- judo master content between yeah. Soul of the Dragon and this show, yeah. so we should keep riding the judo master wave and talk yes, about Soul should. of the Dragon. Yeah. 
All right. And then I watched all the new Superboy trailers, and I think, or the Superboy, I watched all the new Super Bowl trailers, and I think the only one I can, will actually might watch is Doctor Strange. Yeah, that that looks it looks fun. You just want to see Professor X again, Bob? No, actually, I just really love the the meme of Wanda saying that hardly seems fair. I think that's a hilarious meme. And so even though I hate WandaVision, I actually do like Elizabeth Olsen and yeah. think that think that her and uh, Strange uh, butting heads could be very fun. So let me ask you this, Bob. If they make a season two of Peacemaker. I really don't want to watch it. <laughs> well, no, but who, who's going to be the main, the main villain? I don't know, man. I don't know. Um probably something else just kind of ridiculous and off the wall because like as far as i know the butterflies aren't like an existing dc thing mm. you think they'll, and they'll probably you think they may actually let them take on some more uh some real properties or something like that you know that, that they could or use something maybe i mean i i wouldn't be surprised if they went back to like john ostrander uh kim yale luke mcdonald suicide squad the original suicide squad and like mm. pulled out um, pulled out some more obscure because that's what uh, uh, Peacemaker's father, uh, White Dragon, like he, you know, not not Peacemaker's father in the comic, but White Dragon is like a minor um, character in a um, in an early Suicide Squad story, and he is involved with like trying to assassinate a politician. So that's kind of loosely adapted from a an early Suicide Squad comic. So they might go for other stuff like that, but maybe the success of this will have them like throw more things at James Gunn to do. I don't know. Yeah. All right. Well, any last words, Bob, before we say our goodbyes? Uh, do you want to rank the James Gunn superhero works right quick, Matt? Uh, we could do that. Sure. So when it comes to James Gunn's masterpieces, <laughs> I've got to say that I really liked the suicide squad. I would put it above Guardians of the Galaxy, number one. So we're going to say Suicide Squad, Guardians of the Galaxy 1, Peacemaker, Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Interesting, interesting. So I would go Guardians of the Galaxy 1, the Suicide Squad, Guardians of the Galaxy 2, Peacemaker. Yeah. All right, so... Now we're all ranked out. We've done all the ranking. There is no more ranking to be ranked. So we will say uh, goodbye this evening from Uncanny Treks. We were covering Peacemaker Season 1. Matt had a great time. Bob had a bad time. But he did convince Matt to have somewhat less of a good time. And so that is really what a good time is for Bob. So he's happy. I am Bob in Cascadia. That's Matt in the Southland. We'll see you soon on a bonus episode for maybe the Soul of the Dragon, maybe Doctor Strange into the Multiverse. Thanks for listening. <laughs>